What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Locked on ACC. And let me tell you, the AP Top 25 has got five ACC schools that are ready for the season. But could there be some injuries from some of our top dogs that take away the chances for the ACC to get in that college football playoff? Kenton Gibbs is here from Locked on Wolfpack to discuss. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. going on everybody welcome to today's edition of locked on acc i'm your host candace cooper thank you so much for joining me got kent gibbs here from locked on wolfpack joining the show i'd like to thank linkedin jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the locked on college network linkedin jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com college terms and conditions do apply we are off to the races here kenton gibbs how are we feeling you know, speaking of LinkedIn, y'all need to reinstate my LinkedIn recruiter. It was an accident with the company car. Put me back on. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but seriously, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. It's a beautiful Monday. It's a it's a, a cloudy day here in Raleigh, but it's finally below um, the devil's uh, toenails heat. So I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. You know, it's a good point you brought that up. I walked outside today and I was like, okay, I can feel a little breeze, you know, catch a little vibe. Maybe that's just the perfect time for football. What more perfect time for football than the AP Top 25 poll being released? We talked about a lot of preseason polls here. We talked about coaches poll. We talked about, you know, USA Today poll. But now we got the granddaddy of them all in so many respects. We've got the ACC. So I'm really excited about the opportunity to have Locked on ACC get to talk about five schools. You know, we always talk about this realignment and whether or not the ACC is legit and five schools in top 25. I think that's not a bad shake. Do you feel excited about that? Five schools being in the top 25? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think that um, – I I think that it's it's no small feat, you know, and I think that I there are a lot of interesting things going around about why teams are being paid what they are paid or why conferences are making – more or less, or whatever the case may be. But one thing that I can tell you is uh, for sure is that the ACC is playing quality football. They're playing quality football as a conference, so it's hard to to make um, certain comments about, well, you aren't getting paid as much as the SEC and the Big Ten because you aren't playing the same level of ball. Because I have argued for the longest that the, the ACC and the Big Ten are, are much closer than um, the Pac-12 or Big 12 are to the ACC. Absolutely. So let's start. We're going to go in this ascending order. Is that right? You know, I'm pretty. So we're going to go basically from the lowest one to the top one. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. So let's start with the fact that people just got votes. North Carolina, they got nine whole votes to be in the top 25. I know you're looking shocked and surprised, and we're very much house divided if you're watching here on YouTube, but nine votes ain't bad. Considering we don't know a quarterback, considering British Books is down, I'm not mad at not Carolina getting nine votes. I know you're feeling away, but I just want you to know that. I, I'm not I'm not upset about it. I'm just I'm confused. I'm just a little confused. That's all. That's all. <laughs> hey, somebody believed in North Carolina. That's all there is. I Somebody's see. believing. I Somebody see. has bought what Mac Brown is selling. So there's that. Now, number 22, Wake Forest, who before the Sam Hartman thing, I think would have been in the top 20 for sure borderline top 15 but now that his announcement of him being down will return but we don't know necessarily when 
I think it's very interesting that they are at the 22 spot, just right ahead of college football playoff Cincinnati team that was in the big big stage last season. What were your thoughts around Wake Forest? I would say arguably dropping to 22. I was has have they announced what's going on with Sam Hartman? Because I know they said it's a non-football related medical issue. Has I it, wish I I mean there's so many rumors, like I don't know what it actually is. And oh, I don't well, want to speculate. We don't yeah. do rumors on this show. We don't do right. speculation and 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 you know, we don't do all that. So we're gonna go ahead with what we know. But the the reality is I don't think that that's I I'll tell you this. Um Wake Forest being there should motivate that team. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, again, both of the teams that were in the ACC championship last year should have immense motivation uh, yeah. from from the rankings and from the way that people are speaking about them. Because if I was Keaton Slovis, I would say, well, wow, y'all must think I'm the worst thing. If I was Wake Forest, I would be thinking, if I'm Wake Forest defense, I'll be saying, we can't get worse from last year. We can't. We can't do it. And y'all still got us, you know, this low huh? So, you know, there's there is um to me there is a very, very good case for for Wake Forest to be higher, but also with Sam Hartman out for an undisclosed amount of time. I mean, we we just don't know. And um while everybody and their mama has said that, you know, that um they can't understand how uh Devin Leary won a player, a preseason player of the year over him, I'm gonna just tell you this. Losing if if he's that good, then you should understand why losing him drops the team ranking. So, yeah, I, I think that it's not crazy, but, you know, who knows how long he's going to be gone or when he's coming back. Um, of course, you you missed the little idiosyncrasies of a guy missing a lot of time during camp. But at the end of the day, this is an experienced group that yeah. offensive skill position group uh, has had a lot of time and, and caught a lot of balls from Sam Hartman. So they'll be all right. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, it honestly reminds me of Carolina, like not to be that girl, but. You know, if you have a good quarterback and the the quarter the team runs through the quarterback and everything's firing on all cylinders, it pretty much is very telling if Wake Forest doesn't have a Sam Hartman at the helm. But in the similarities of Carolina has a Josh Downs who a duck could throw to him and he's going to make it shake. Wake Forest has a Donovan Green who a duck can, a squirrel could throw to him and he's going to make it shake. So I think while they do lack in the running back category, losing Christian Bill Smith and company, I do find them still being very viable from playmakers who are going to make uh, things happen and make it basically make a shake. Like whoever is throwing in the ball, AC Perry is going to be all right. Right. So I'm not too worried about that offense. I think for Wake Forest, it's going to be defense. You don't have to do a lot. Just do enough like give just me, give me just, both five again give me four five give me four the same energy you play with when you're playing the NC states of the world and you're trying to compete with the Clemsons like just give me something to where I don't even need match energy I just need energy throughout the entire 60 minutes of play we know you're not gonna like screw it up but but this season is going to be very important for you not only to do well, but maybe have a turnover or two and capitalize on a turnover or two, right? Let's get some six points out of this bad boy or make it so we get better field position for that offense that you know can make it do what it do when it's time. So there's my three cents on that. Good for you? Absolutely. And they, they came up with timely turnovers last year. So I think that that's a large part of why they were terrible in terms of yards allowed. The, the yeah. turnovers that they got when they got them, we're always, you know, in the words of uh, in the words of every preacher in the South, may not come when you want it, but they'll be there right on time. They got some right on time turnovers, but if they combine that with some regular stops, they'd be golden. 
Yeah, exactly. Number 17, Pittsburgh, the defending ACC champions who find themselves in the AP Top 25. They were starting out the season with, you know, all this hype, but not too much. I think they were the they probably are the most underrated ACC returning ACC champions I've ever seen. Just because they pretty much laid it all playing with Kenny Pickett and now it's like, "Oh, well, it's gone for sugar to ish because there's no amazing quarterback at the helm now mind you Kenny Pickett just got like all that love last season but now they're like oh well if they don't got Kenny they can't make a shake all right I think Jordan Aston was great don't get me wrong but I do think that they have some quality people on offense and their defense I think has grown up they were decent last year but they certainly are going to have to play from ex- two extreme heights this season I'll tell you what, Narduzzi's calling card is defense, right? He yeah. broke onto the scene as a defensive coordinator that led uh, that Michigan State team to the playoffs. Defense is a calling card. It's what he does. And it's it's going to be interesting to see because at the end of the day, the best teams have an identity, a solidified, this is who we are, and we're not going to adjust for you. You're going to adjust for us. Last year, Kenny Pickett, and Jordan Addison, that combo was the foundation of the identity. Their tight end, who is coming back, he's excellent. He's a he's a good tight end, very, very good tight end. The lanes were opened up for him because everybody was worried about the dude on the outside. So now we get to see who are you when you're the guy, when you're the number one guy and, and defenses are keying around you and playing more uh, single high instead of uh, too deep to take away the threat of, of Addison. What then happens as a result of that is, is going to be what we what we are going to see here. And who is Slovis? I mean, the question must be raised because his stats have regressed every year from his freshman year. But also, he's dealt with more tur- turmoil than a little bit out west at uh, USC. So will a, a change of scenery, will a more stable scene, will a, a, a winning program that is a defending conference champ serve him better? Let's see. It's a lot of questions about this pit team. But one thing I do know is that they will be hard-nosed. They will be physical. That defense, they're going to get penalized a little bit. But guess what? They're going to be in your face. They're going to be loud. They're going to be rowdy. They're going to do what they got to do from snap one to the end. 100% agree. I love when you throw XO lingo in there. It makes me feel like we actually know what we're talking about around here. Too deep, wide, all that stuff. You know, you, you make make it sound like you're right smart. Okay, let's talk about some other teams here. A team that could potentially take Pitt off the coastal skyline. It is Miami. But first, I want to talk about the fact that as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small businesses Fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is going to make it easier for you to find the right people to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? If you go right now, it's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college. There it is. You can post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. People sleep on LinkedIn, but I'm trying to tell you, I made some of the best connections of my life through LinkedIn just by having a simple conversation. That's that, that is the place where we say shoot your shot but follow through. That's the place to shoot that shot and follow through. Again, if they could just reinstate my recruiter, you know what I mean? Hey, LinkedIn, I know y'all listening. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and hook a brother up. Man. I mean, it'd be great. But anywho, yeah, we do love some LinkedIn here. 
No doubt about it. Number 16, Miami, the team that has been the talk of the town, the team that everyone be in the comments being like, you don't love Miami. You don't show no love to Miami. You don't really care about Miami. You, you hate no Miami. Well, I'm here to tell you, I don't pick Miami. So I need all the attitude to change. Just cut it right now. Let me lay it to your plane. I, I'm believing in Mario Cristobal because he no nonsense. He scared me. I said, I would line up right now on the hash. Whatever you need, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Two bags full, sir. Like, he makes me say, okay, well, screw the chain. We don't even, we're not even talking about the chain. Give me the wins. And he he gives me energy that the wins are coming. So you just geeked up about all the coastal coaches is what I'm hearing. You know, you I just- honestly, Jeff Collins, Mario Cristobal, Elko. Even Matt, you know how I feel about me some Matt. I love all of them, really. Tony Elliott, oh gosh, mm, I don't think I dislike any of them. Coach Pry, his energy is like I gotta prepare my. Like you have to prepare for a uh, Coach Pry day. You know what I'm saying? Like he just he don't come out the gate with it. He gonna be like, whoo, and you're just like, okay, right, all right, cool, cool. Let me mm-hmm. get my one 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 pot of tea first before we get cracking. But mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. that's not who we talk about. We talk about Chris. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. this again. I said that the coastal is gonna be a a an exercise, and who can be the least bad. And <laughs> I think that uh, I think that Miami such an Atlantic guy. God no. Listen, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. It, okay, you know what the the Atlantic such are an the, Atlantic guy. The Atlantic are. I'm sorry. The coastal are the defending champs. So we got to get the coastal up. Period. Poo. Come on. We can't. We, can't, we got to put some respect on their name, please. But with that being said. With that being said. Again, everybody in the coastal either has a new quarterback or a new head coach or both. So, you know, you're you're looking at a situation where um that's not a team we're talking about here. Miami does not Mario, have a new quarterback. Was, they have one of the best quarterbacks they in have the one conference. of the best, but but how long has Cristobal been there? What does that have to do with anything? That's my point. If you're a good quarterback, a monkey can coach you, you'd be all right. I'm not saying Mario is a monkey. I'm not saying that at all. Before these comments get crazy. All I'm saying is you don't need a hard coach when you have that kind of talent. And Tyler has that kind of talent. I'm not saying that you do. All I'm saying is that is a a good team that I think, again, they're going to look better uh, than what they maybe really are because of their competition in the Coastal. Give a a compliment that's not backhanded to a Coastal team right now. Do it right now. Let me give a compliment that's not backhanded To Miami, because that's who we're talking about. I was just about to give a compliment to Miami, but if you wouldn't cut me off. Miami has some big-time playmakers on that defense. Their defensive backfield has some playmakers there. Although you lose above a Bowden to the NFL, you still have plenty, plenty, plenty of talent in that secondary, which Miami has always had. Miami has always, uh, you know, even through their best of times, worst of times, from the old one Miami up to the Ja'Cory Harris days on forward, they have always had some dogs in that secondary, and they still got them now. So, you know, that's that shouldn't be a, a, a thing that uh, surprises anybody. Good but job. They, they've got some playmakers on that back end. Good job. Thank you. That I know that that almost came easy for you, right? Easy. That's good. Look at you. I'm so proud. You said something nice about a coastal team. That was I know it pained you. The coastal fan, the coastal fans hate me. First it was Pitt when I said the Kenny Pickett wasn't the first rounder. Then it was Miami for a while. And again, I said that we don't have no problem with my, all I said was that uh Crystal Ball was probably going back to Oregon. They they killed me for that. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. He returned to his alma mater. Congratulations. Well, look, you know? now you now you got the opportunity to speak highly of the next team that we're gonna discuss here, number 13, NC State, who tied for the best. 
uh, opening season ranking in school program history. I think it's high time that they just match the 13 and up energy because Big Boomer said we're going to the college football playoffs. I'm right. Boom, bow. Let's get it. Let me let you in on something, okay? <laughs> in hard knocks, you know, everybody's Lions fans. Now, don't worry. We're, we're willing to let you on the, the bandwagon. Don't worry. But anyway. Uh, um, their running back, Jamal Williams, said, if if you ain't ready, if you ain't hungry, then get out the way while the big dogs eat. And this is NC State's year to determine which one they are. Are they the big dog that's going to eat, or are they the puppy that need to get off the get out the way? Maybe they have because, a puppy on the porch. Is NC State the puppy on the porch? If they I, don't have a good season, if they get beat by Clemson in Death Valley handedly, we might have to call them puppies on the porch. I'm a, I just want to title the episode. When Clemson plays NC State, and if NC State squats the bed, the episode title will be NC State Puppies Need to Stay on the Porch. <laughs> you better hope it's not a Monday episode. I would not join for that episode. Okay. That's, a little, that's a little too much slander. Is that's it? a little too much slander. That's a little it's too not much. slander. You're, you're it's, not slan- it's not slander when you have all the pieces to be great and – Listen, just because it's not a home game, show me you can win an away game handedly, and that lets me know you're actually about serious business. I mean, they're not the highest-ranked team in the conference. Like, we're talking about they have to. I understand that, but they they should be. be. So it's not just enough. Again, I'm saying that they need to get to the to the ACC championship if they're if they're to be taken seriously. Absolutely, I'm not okay. Okay, not not arguing. But we gonna sit up here and say. Oh, well, if they lose to Clemson, Wake Forest lost to Clemson last year and won the Atlantic. What are we doing? Knock but, it off. Cle- okay, we're going to get to them, but I'm just here to say that they ain't the same Clemson team. So now that you got all the horses in the stable to ride out, I'm going to need y'all to get it done, period. I'm a, listen. Everyone's going to tell you that the the win against in, the win against Clemson last year was a fluke because of the injuries, because they really – they almost still beat y'all. Let's keep it a band. They almost still beat y'all in spite of – Okay. Close up counting with horseshoes and grenades, baby. It's the football ain't either one of those. So I mean, I, I get you get your win column, but just know they gonna especially have that one circled on the calendar when they lick back. So yeah, and Carolina almost won too. There was a what 10 points with about a minute and a half left. Nobody close, asked you to catch that stray. Nobody close, needed Carolina to catch that stray. Close only counts in horseshoes and with grenades. What's the mecca? What's the mecca Messi doing right now? Worry about yourself. <laughs> Worry about yourself, okay? Okay. Because, I mean, we could talk about the fact that De'Ami Brown ain't pissed to drop even though his quarterback is up in Washington with him. But oh, he's doing well, first we of all. Gonna, at, least, yeah. at least he has some film to run. Daz I'm Newsom sure, got some film I'm, to run. I'm sure. In the NFL? Daz Newsom. Okay, run the highlight anywho, tape, bro. Go anywho, ahead, do the search. Because I ain't anywho, seen Emeka's name anywho, nowhere. Okay. Anywho. Okay. Anywho, Devin Carter name saying, ain't gonna be there no way either. But anyway, as I was saying, uh-huh. as I was saying, uh, the fact of the matter is almost don't count, almost okay. don't count. And Fine. the reality is, uh, this NC State team, the in the in speaking of almost don't count, last year NC State was almost in the ACC championship, almost does not count for this team. Being close will not count for this team, being on the precipice ain't enough. It's you time. Better use your SAT prep words. It's time for this team to either reach the highest heights or for folks to know, well, I guess eight wins is the highest height. Nine wins is the highest height that this program can possibly achieve. 
Spell precipice. Anyway, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. And guess what it happens to be? That is the indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. Let me introduce you to the new favorite flavor, cookie dough chunk puffs. It have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're 100% covered in real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they are a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to build.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be a perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Hey, I understand. Sometimes it gets a little violent in the household when you got something good for yourself to eat. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKS15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, using promo code LOCKS15 at built.com. So we're rocking and rolling here, wrapping up the show with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. And the last team that we must discuss, of course, one of the ACC headhunters. The big wigs, the top dogs, sitting at number five, Notre Dame. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Fighting Irish, the team that may one day find themselves in the ACC. No, I'm just kidding. Number four. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you Go what. Go ahead. Do you want to say something about them? Our cousin. Let's talk about our cousin. They're a first cousin, though. They're not a second. They're not a distant cousin that we don't know. That's a first cousin. Come on now. That's a first cousin that don't come around to the cookout often. The, like, the every cousin. now and again. The, the cousin booty. that think they better yes. than everybody. That's that yes, cousin. Exactly. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They asked, uh, they asked NBC for, what was it, $75 million Or was it $50 million a year? What was it? It was something crazy. It was Sounds something. Sounds like 80 Yeah, see – they oh they finna have to join the conference because NBC looking at them like <clears throat> um I'm gonna just tell you some we ain't making bread like y'all think we make it now I don't know where y'all think <laughs> y'all think we started a little peacock network and y'all want to go crazy <laughs> y'all got eighty million dollar money like <laughs> anywho mm-hmm. um but but when we talk about Clemson okay. Yeah. Them being Who's at, at number four, by the way, for those who don't know. Yes, they're at number we're four. We're skipping them here. They're at number four. They're at number mm-hmm. four. I am very intrigued by this. I'm very intrigued by this. I think that they're one of the upper echelon teams in the conference. I don't want to disrespect this team based on one down year. However, the things that created the climate for that down year were not immutable, like, oh, this is gone forever type of things. Like, yes, the volume of injuries that they had was horrendous. Yes, that that was really, really bad. Offensively, um, the production wasn't the same. It it wasn't even when Shipley was healthy. The backfield wasn't. Travis Etienne wasn't walking through that door. Like that's just the reality. You know what I mean? At the corner, beyond that, I'm about to say DJ wasn't exactly giving us breathtaking play at the, after play. At the quarterback position, Trevor Lawrence wasn't walking through that door. Deshaun Watson, for a multitude of reasons, wasn't walking through that door. I'll even go as far as Kelly Bryant wasn't walking through that door. Because say what you want about Kelly, but Kelly could manage a game now. He wasn't going to win it for you, but he could manage a game. At I minimum. mean, not, not for nothing. DJ managed the games. He didn't lose the games. They won, they, they won 10 wins, bro. I'm okay. I, I'm, I, listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Sometimes a lot of people like to give quarterbacks win as a statistic. I'm going to tell you this. There are times when I think teams win because of a quarterback, right? That's sure. that's what you got going on with Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett and NC State and, and Devin Leary. And, and, you know, that's, you know, 
sometimes and, and even um uh Brent Armstrong Armstrong at uh Virginia Brennan Armstrong Brennan Armstrong you win because of the quarterback you know what I mean sometimes you win with a guy you know like you win and the guy is there he doesn't hurt you too bad he doesn't win you a bunch of games like how Oregon's last quarterback they, he didn't. He didn't do great stuff, but he didn't do terrible stuff. You know, what I mean, yeah. he was the uh, he was the Boston College transfer. Help me out, Brown. I believe it was Brown was his last name. Don't but that, need to lie. That's my point exactly. You don't remember them, <laughs> but they went. They had all these amazing bowl games and all that, but you don't remember them. Mm-hmm. They won with them, and then there are times where you win in spite of your quarterback, <clears throat> where your quarterback is not helping. You know, in the words of Saucy Santana, one thing about them comments, they is not on your side. And uh, sometimes that quarterback playing like he is not on your side and you still win. Honestly, I think DJ was somewhere in between you win with them and you win in spite of them. He was somewhere in between there. So they've got this, they got the new kid, Cade, and they say, hey, if DJ ain't the guy, Cade going to step in. But you're, again, you're expecting a freshman to come in and perform at a level that, I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence – Deshaun Watson, those guys are are very rare. You know what I mean? Like, yes, off the field things aside, those two are two that you will not find every day. And so, with that being said, I, I don't, I don't understand how you lose two of the most impactful uh, coordinators in a game. One of whom has never. Very interesting stat about Brent Venables. He has never been a position coach or better on a losing staff. And that's not just Clemson. Even back when he was at Oklahoma to start, he had never been a part of a losing stat, or I believe it was West Virginia. It was either Oklahoma or West Virginia, one of those two. Mm-hmm. His teams had never had a losing record. That's not an accident. That, yeah. That's a bad boy there. Elliot, you know, a lot of the same thing going on there. So, I mean, this team, I do believe that they're in the upper echelon. I do. And I'm not mad at it because them being in the top four helps the ACC, I guess. But eh, still, four feels a little high. I think at the end of the day, it reminds me that Clemson is definitely in a different bracket than the rest of the ACC still for the fact that they were still able to get a number four seed in spite of a down season. I think it's very much on brand for Alabama to still be the number one team despite losing to Georgia last season. So even if you can start putting Clemson in those conversations and being like, eh, down years means 10 wins and we just keep it rolling. For you, to, it may say a lot for the teams below them, but I also think we got to give a tip our hat to the fact that they were in the conversation. So, Absolutely. A down year being 10 wins, that's absolutely amazing. And, and again, for the Clemson fans, because I know the fans like to jump on me. I don't know why they like to jump on me. Is the you deserve to get jumped on. So, Clemson fans, let me say this. When NC State had a year like yours, similarly, in terms of injuries, they won like three or four games. So for y'all to have a year that was riddled with injuries and win 10, although, albeit, may not have been the same amount, but for y'all to have anywhere near the same amount of injuries and win 10, that does speak to the quality of Dabo and of that coaching staff and of your depth. That it really is. And now to not have those coaches there from an offensive and defensive coordinator position, it'll be interesting to see how the tides turn. But, you know, here we are. That's why this – that's why – 
they played the game. Listen, Can- that double A got that double A got blitz that uh, Venables drew up against NC State, where the two Mike linebackers came in the A gaps and the safety came in behind him and they got. Oh, I was I wasn't supposed to be happy. I wasn't supposed to be happy to see that as a Wolfpack fan, I, as a former NC State player. But it was a thing of beauty. It was. A, Kenton, Ooh, this ain't that show. This ain't that, that show. That was, that, that Take your X's and O's and all your fubula lubula. So somewhere else. Y'all, if y'all need Kenton on your podcast, talk about X's and O's and drawing up plays and do a little chart I in the back and having the, the, having the little all whiteboard. My football, all my football guys and gals Excuse know me, what I'm you, talking about. Did you just cut me off? They know what I'm, me off? I'm trying you to plug you. Me off. And we, you cut me What do you want to do about this? See, you got your little UNC hat on and you feel all high mighty today. You, that's you why you got to go. And that's why you got to go. Friends, it's always a pleasure. Just kidding. It's always a pleasure to have Kitten on the show. Please remind these folks of where they can find you and follow your work. Absolutely. Wherever you're listening to this or watching this right now, you can find Locked On Wolfpack. Um, we're going to be doing two a days for uh, the foreseeable future because, you know, we. I know that they cut out two a days in camp, but uh, the, the podcast ain't the same. I'll be all right. I ain't going to die of dehydration. And uh, you can also find me at TGIF underscore Ken on Twitter. But just be aware you are getting kids to the man, not the sports broadcaster. Love to see it, guys. Make sure you come back on tomorrow. We're talking to JJ Jackson of Locked on Blue Devils. It's always a great time with him as well. For Candace Cooper and Ken Gibbs, until next time.